This episode of Real Garbage is brought to you by wearing socks and sandals. I did it today. Here. <laughs> this episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Excellence. <laughs> Dude. Dude. Oh, wait, hold on. Um, <laughs> spoiler alert. If you haven't seen this movie, you shouldn't listen to this podcast because we'll ruin it for you. Oh, yeah. It's a brand spanking new movie. Yeah. So, yeah. heed our warning. This is Real Garbage. How's my skin look? Really freaking good. Feels so good. I did like... You're positively fancy, glowing. I'm radiant. Yeah. Fancy face wash. Mm, a face mask, mm-hmm. moisturizer. I got, yeah, I got your Snapchat. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knew who I was. Until I put on the mask. <laughs> no one knew who I was. Until I put on the mask. That filter just makes the voice even better. It's way down here. I was thinking about that video yesterday. I was at work pouring drinks, and all of a sudden, my brain was like, "Donde es los drogas? <laughs> Where are the drugs? Where are the dr- <laughs> silly, silly drugs?" <sighs> I lost my voice. Hey, wait, whoa, whoa! What was that voice? What happened? What voice? <laughs> that one right there. <laughs> what? <laughs> Where are the other drugs going? <laughs> I don't know. Wait, what? <laughs> Put a little link to that right here. Yeah. Batman loses his voice. It's so good. <laughs> Um, what's happening? Not a whole lot. No. Um, in trying to soak up the last remaining nice days of summer before spooky time happens. Oh my God. Have you I'm eaten? I'm so excited. Have you had anything pumpkin spiced yes, yet? Yes, oh, yes, Jesus yes, Christ. yes. What? No, it's not even September yet. You shouldn't even, th- it's just, I think it's just illegal. <laughs> Come on. I like I know 20, <laughs> I know 2020 has been <laughs> shitty, but don't push the pumpkin spice on us already. I, yeah, it came out. Uh, like last week and I had I went to Starbucks and I well I was mobile ordering and I always get a cold brew because I love the cold brews just that all that caffeine and the nice cold cream so good Mm -hmm. and I was perusing their menu and pumpkin cold brew came up and I and I just cart add to cart yep 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 and it's so good. They sprinkle a little cinnamon on it, and it's just, it's not a traditional pumpkin spice super sweet thing, but it was really nice. And then I tried their, I don't know if it's a new beverage, but it's new to me, their pumpkin cream, where it's, um, you know, a hot coffee beverage, kind of like a latte, except once again, it's not the super sweet pumpkin spice. And I minus a couple shots of pumpkin from it, and I added their new syrup, apple oat. Jesus Christ. And it was just like a nice apple cider pumpkin moment. I'm ready for spooky times. It's like Halloween's on a Saturday this year, and it's a full moon. And I, I'm i just looking forward to it, even though I never do anything. It's just I love the fall time, which is so ironic because I hate the the type of cold you get here where once you're cold you can't warm up the wet cold yes i've gotten to points where i've been shivering so much that my back starts to seize up and like i turn into this monster 
But well, it's because you, when you're cold like that, you tense up because you think yeah. it's going to make you warmer. Like yeah. your shoulders come up to your ears, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm getting sore and painful. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I remember it being zero degrees here once. I used to live in a place with a fireplace. I had a fire mm-hmm. going and everything, and I was just like, shivering. I love the autumn time. I am en- enjoying the the slight turn in the weather right now. Like the it, cooling we're, off period. Yes. We're, yes. We're, we're recording on a Monday. Uh, yesterday, Sunday, I got a sunburn in the morning, paddleboarding. And then, and then it, it rained. raining. Yes. And I was outside in a sweater smoking weed. <laughs> I was like, this is marvelous. Like I'm wearing, right? the, I got the cardigan yeah. on, sleeves rolled up. I love sweater season. Mm-hmm. I also love it because it's going to make it look like I have more than an eight t-shirt wardrobe on this show. <laughs> I'm, I'm editing yeah. and I'm like, fuck, there's that shirt again. I know. There's that shirt again. Same I, with me. I get to bring out. I have this like burnt orange pumpkin-y color, colored long sleeve sweater and I'm like waiting to bring it in. I bought a brand new, this was dumb because I wear masks at both my jobs all the time now. Hence why I'm wearing lipstick because this is the one time. Because you can. Because, uh, yeah, I can. And also it distracts from the mask knee. Um, <laughs> Didn't notice. Do See? Um, but I bought this brand new like bright, autumn orange lipstick that I'm waiting to crack out. I did this one instead. But I'm so pumped. Yesterday, I, not yesterday, uh, when I got my half sleeve consultation, I had time to kill beforehand. So I went to Aldo in the Bay Center and I guess that location's closing and accessories were buy one, get one free. So I bought a nice pair of like soft gray wool gloves Ooh. and a really soft black toque. I'm fucking ready! I'm so excited. I come alive during fall. It gets dark at 5 p.m. Nobody's like, go outside. Stop playing on your switch. No! It it's does, raining. It, it does make it, you feel a lot better when you just stay inside gaming for an entire year. Yeah. Like, whatever, it's dark outside. It's 5.30 in the afternoon. It's night, I know. It's nighttime. <laughs> it's it it's nighttime. nighttime. I will say it was kind of nice last night, like it getting dark at yeah. like 7 o'clock. It yeah. Was like, yeah, I'm just going to go inside and huddle up yeah. and watch a couple of movies. And I went to the gym yesterday, and we get there, and uh, it, the ground is wet, and there's puddles because it had stopped raining. And just walking around, like hearing my feet like clap. On, oh, my God. Well, yeah, I'm we, so excited. This has been in, it's been a great summer. Yeah, despite everything. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. With this, you know what? Don't know. I preferred it because mm, there was actually, less less tourists. Yes. No tourists, which is mm-hmm. awesome. You go downtown to Dallas Road, and you don't have to like dodge people. That's a good point. Uh, places you go are less. You know, they're less full. Yeah. You gotta wait in line, but whatever. It's it is what it is. It is what it is. That's true. And um, yeah, the beaches are less crowded too. Yeah. There's no and like you can paddleboard on a Saturday and not get hit mm. by a boat. Because of the fireworks, yeah. Like you ever, I, oh, I don't yeah. know. Todd Inlet was like a like a minefield on a Saturday. You try paddling, there's like five o'clock. All of a sudden, it's like they're coming. <laughs> Just boats. Buddy and I got pulled over once paddleboarding. What? I was so high on acid. <laughs> like all of a sudden, I look over and I'm like, "Is it? Is that? Uh, we're in someone's way." And I'm like paddling away. This boat's coming right at us. And all of a sudden, it like turns sideways. And I'm like, "Those are RCMP colors." What yeah, the luckily, hell? Luckily, Blake was on the board closer to them. They're like, wear your life jackets. We needed life jackets, whistles, and lights. To paddleboard. Yeah, apparently. Because, you know, we're on a flotation device. Mm-hmm. A f- fucking paddleboard. And they're like, these are $275 fines. You don't have those items. And I'm like, I'm th- I'm like I couldn't say anything. I, everything was just moving, and the boat was changing colors. And I was like, uh, oh, uh, I'll handle this, Blake. And he, I mean, he did, but he's like, we're on a flotation device. Like, what do you say to people who are swimming? Yeah. That was our argument. Jacket. That was our argument. Yeah. Because yeah. like people can go out and swim in the bay 
no problems, but we're riding around on a paddleboard that floats on the water. And they're like, you can get a fine for not having a life jacket. Like, I who, mean, who gives a shit. We're taking our life into our own hands. Yeah, we did. We didn't have to sign a weight. Like, what the fuck? Like, you, you tell a guy on a motorcycle to put a fucking seatbelt on. Yeah, I can. The only thing I can kind of understand from that is the whistle. Just yeah. in case, like you get stranded or one of your board break when like a board breaks and you're stuck somewhere and you have to, you know, have a whistle. Mm. But the life jacket. Yeah, you're on a flotation device. And then what was the other thing? Uh, the, the light. Like it was it was five o'clock in the afternoon yeah in the middle of july so it wasn't getting dark for a while yeah. and we were a mile back to where we were like, like a, a kilometer left to where we were going and also the amount of stupid people in cars i've seen at night driving <laughs> oh excuse me sorry the amount clock of it <laughs> <laughs> um the amount of people i've seen at night driving without their lights on that haven't gotten gotten oh. pulled over what the fuck I have had to high beam and flash my lights so often lately. It's so many people. I'll be on the highway leaving work and someone will be driving without their lights on. So I'll get behind them and I'll just turn my lights off, turn on, turn off, turn on, turn off, turn on. And then if they don't get it, I do it more rapidly and I include my high beam. So I'm like, and then if they still don't get it, then I go speed up past them, get in front of them and do that. So they see my lights and they're like, what the fuck? And then usually by that point they realize it, which is so weird. It's, no, isn't it disappointing how, how stupid a lot of the people on the road are like, yeah. like you think when you're when your dash isn't lit up in front of you and you're like, well, how fast am Why I going? What's going I on? Why can't I see the speed? Yeah, my my lights so dim. You you'd think, yeah. oh, maybe there's a way to brighten them up here. This you is, know, I've, I've had to do it. Like I've been lucky to be next to people a few times. Mm -hmm. and be like, hey, excuse me, your lights aren't on. They're like, oh shit, whoops, because they have mm -hmm. no tail lights. The tail lights are the worst. Yes. Mm. Yeah, and I don't know. Maybe I'm just a fucking nerd, but I nerd, nerd alert. But when I get in my car, ritual. Get in car, put shit on passenger seat, lock doors, turn on lights if it's nighttime, yeah. and get my AC going. AC at night? Sometimes. Nah. If it's hot in the summer, yeah. yeah right. You and your AC in your car. Yeah. Fucking, I can't believe I bought one without. Yeah, that's... Oh, so and your stupid. car <laughs> is younger than mine, isn't it? It doesn't even have 60,000 kilometers on it. It's it's four years old in November. Oh, I just hit two, 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 two. Ooh. Oh, wow, that's low. 22,000 or 222,222. Two uh, six twos. 222,222. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh but Math. it's a 2008, so it's still pretty yeah. good. And it's a, it's a Toyota, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to last you for like another 50 years. I hope so. I unless love the, my Unless car. the world ends. Yeah. Probably will. We won't need cars. That's ever since we were closed in March, if my tank gets lower than half... I, or if it's even at half, I go and fill it up just because I don't want to be in a situation where shit might hit the fan and I have like three bars of gas left out of eight. <laughs> the energy's down to three bars. Yeah. Well, um, well, that's like an old, uh, win that's like a winter trick. You always have yeah. half a tank in your car. But, mm -hmm. Well, you know, you from Alberta. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where it's like, fuck, if you're stuck, I got stuck once at night and I was like, God damn it. I'm glad I had gas in the car. So I just sat in there, stayed warm until I decided to yeah. make the walk to the neighbor's house in minus 40. Mm. I almost died. I, don't I well, I, I thought I was going to die. The worst I would have got was frostbite. Lose lost, your lost toes. A, lost <laughs> a finger or two. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, I do not miss minus 40. Yeah. I, you know what? 
you've experienced those nights where you like walk outside, it's minus 40 or colder mm-hmm. and it's windless. Yeah. So it's like super quiet. And like you, you, you hear the crunching of your feet under. There's something Ooh. magical. Yes, about magical your feet about crunching that. under snow. So that I do miss that. But when the yeah. wind kicks up, fuck that. Fuck no. No, I do wind not. Chill, never heard of her. She's a bitch. <laughs> She's a huge bitch. So uh, you'd never seen you. You've seen Bill and Ted. I original. think so. Yeah. I was saying earlier that watching. I thought this was a sequel. I had no idea there was a second one in 1991. Well, Bogus Journey kind of... Because Keanu wasn't in it. Was he? No, he was. was I'm he? pretty sure he was. Oh, his it... face on the poster didn't look like him. So I thought it wasn't No, they him. couldn't use another Ted. True. Gotta use, use Keanu. Yeah. But yeah, I thought this was a sequel, not a trilogy. Um, well, but... I, they kind of treated it as a sequel to the first one. Yeah. I think they kind of ignored Bogus y- Journey. I would. <laughs> well, yeah, it seemed... Because yeah, the ratings they got on that were terrible. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if I had watched the first one when I was very young and don't remember any of it because watching this, I kept thinking, I know they're referencing the first one, but I don't know how. Well, they explain it there. They use so much expo and I think they did it on purpose. Yeah. It's been 20, it's been, yeah. they say 25 years, but I, I'm pretty sure the first one came out in 89. Mm-hmm. So it's been 31 years mm-hmm. and then the next one came out in 91. So that's so, you know thirty one and twenty nine. Yeah, it's been a while. So I, this twenty five years, I'm like, where's the twenty five coming from? So mm-hmm. I'm like looking at the dates, going that doesn't add up. Yeah, so I think I watched it as a kid, but I, it was like I hadn't ever seen it because mm-hmm. watching this, I was like, yeah, I was. I made a couple notes like during the well, let's just jump right into this. Yeah. So this, um, Bill and Ted face the music. Okay, so Bill and Ted face the music is story of Bill and Ted from the Excellent Adventure and Bogus Journey. They said they were going to. They, I don't know. I can't remember if they said they were going to or they were told. I think they were told by their future selves that they wrote a song to save the world mm-hmm. that will unite the entire world. Yeah. Universe. And it's been 25 years. They still haven't written it. And then they get uh, visited by a time master's daughter, basically, who's mm-hmm. like, uh, you guys got to write this song by like 7 17 tonight or we're all going to die. Yeah. And they're like, oh shit. So they have to go and travel to the future to find out how they wrote the song. Mm -hmm. So the opening of this movie, they're at a wedding. Yes, they're at Ted's younger brother's wedding. Uh, That's a gnarly family tree. I know. Okay, do you remember how it was? It was like the woman married the dad of one of them and then they got divorced. Missy was married to Bill and then got divorced and then Missy married Ted's dad and got divorced, and then Missy is now marrying Ted's younger brother. Oh, so weird. So like, <laughs> yeah, that makes him his own father. And this, this, yeah. I'm like, it's kind of gnarled. I right off the bat thought the casting for Ted and Bill's daughters was so good. Oh man, they yeah, they embodied their dads. They looked like them. It was uncanny. I loved it. And then apparently, <laughs> trivia, um, Keanu Reeves really backed the actress who played Thea, Bill's daughter. Mm-hmm. I forget her, Serena Weaving or something, S. Weaving. He backed her getting it because her uncle is... Um, George Carlin? No. no. Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, I'm totally... Oh, my God. Red Skull, Matrix... Evil man. Oh, oh, um, and Arwen's Agent, dad. Agent Smith. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Hugo Weaving. There, there you go. There, fuck. Serena Weaving. I think that's her name. 
It starts with an S. Okay. Uh, but yeah, sh- Hugo Weaving's her uncle. So Keanu was like, yeah, this sign is, her this up. This is Agent Smith's niece. Yeah. You get her on the movie, <laughs> bro. Excellent. And apparently, Keanu Reeves in real life is an A-class guy. Oh, apparently, you he's don't know this? such a fucking nice you guy. You don't know this? Well, he's like meme. He there's memes. Of him there's being like so been nice. talk of him being the the best human being. Yeah, on the planet yeah. for decades. They, he's uh, awesome. Apparently, during filming in Louisiana, uh, in an, in the neighborhood, someone put a sign on their yard saying, "You're you're amazing. You're whatever." And Keanu signed it, and then he determined who lived there and who wrote the sign, and then, like, went and sought them out and took photos with them and stuff. Yeah. Like, I just, that's a celebrity I would love to meet, because he seems like such a nice guy. I actually think that uh, Keanu Reeves is Jesus. Honestly, (laughs) that would be great. He's the return of Jesus. Yeah. He's God in a uh, Neo body. Well, he's like he's in his fifties. He's a super sweet he's, dude. Yeah. Plus, he's, he's like you watch John Wick. Yeah. I want to be shooting and ass kicking like that when right. I'm in my fifties. Protecting your he's dog at all costs. Ass, he killed my dog. Yeah. Such a great movie. I always wanted to play a theremin. Yeah. I don't know where you find a theremin. You know what I'm talking about, like the instrument he's playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just I just listened to like I just going down the rabbit hole and I saw <gasps> um, somebody playing Furley's. Yeah, Furley's by Beethoven. That's that. Boom, oh. brow, boom. But playing that on a theremin and just like, it's intoxicating. Ooh, it's crazy. Yeah, it, it's very, yeah, intoxicating. Not yeah. only hearing it, but watching someone play it because it's so strange. It's just using their hands to manipulate a sound yeah. wave going between, from what I understand. It's so cool. Yeah, and like you're 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 stroking with one hand and you're like, <laughs> Stroke with one hand, <laughs> fingering with the other, just playing a theremin. Yeah, but it's just—it's the most unusual instrument. Doesn't you're not, not actually plucking strings or hitting keys. Yeah, you're just waving your manipulating hands. Manipulating those sound waves. I, I want to try it. You should. <laughs> do fuck crazy shit. Apparently, the guy that played Bill uh, before they started filming, he went and took acting lessons again because he has spent so long being a filmmaker and mm-hmm. being behind the camera that he was like... He's been doing TED Talks, too. Yeah. He's like, it's been a long time. I need to redo acting lessons. And it's, a good, it's a good idea. It's like any skill. You, mm-hmm. you can lose it real yeah. quick. Not, and, everybody, not everybody's a natural. Yeah. And he... I mean, he really returned to the role of Bill well, they were, seamlessly. <laughs> they were so... They're such childish, immature characters. It's like that's like a it's like a layup. Mm-hmm. Just like, hey, I gotta play this dude. He's like, bro. Yeah. We gotta make our song, man. Like it's <laughs> it's like okay, cool. We we got it. It's like uh, that Family Guy where it's like, what was it Matt Damon, Ben Affleck? I'm like, oh no, I gotta oh, be yeah. Henry III in like two minutes. Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> All right, I got it. We're good. And one thing I liked about this movie, I don't know. Would you call it meta? No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> but when they have a meeting with the woman being leader. Ti- yeah, she's like the giant leader. What do they call her? Yeah, I don't know. So it was giant leader, great Some, leader. Or yeah, something great, like that. yeah. Great leader. Um, And she says, you know, you have about 77 minutes and 25 seconds. I thought to myself, that's probably the length of the movie. And it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, I, was, I saw an hour and a half. I was like, yes. 
Awesome. Yeah. Perfect. It's not going to be too long. Mm. I was hoping they weren't going to be like, let's make it two and a half hours. Fuck. Like, no, because no. by the time you get to the end, you're like, yeah, all right, so let's, mm-hmm. let's wrap Wrapped this up, fellas. I liked their song, their opening song. They played at the wedding. Yeah. Bagpipes. He was doing the throat singing. Yeah. They had the theremin in there. I was like, this is, this is pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's catchy. But the dad's just like, fuck you. Yeah, he's just an asshole. That was a dick. They try some couples counseling. Like, I'm thinking like, yeah, they stayed true to the characters. The characters did not change mm-hmm. or evolve. It's like, come on, you guys have been 25 years. Yeah. You haven't kind of picked up on a now. few things. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Your parents. Yeah, but I was along for the ride. Yeah. Yeah, so they go to couples counseling together and it's like, oh shit. Yeah, very codependent. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> But I like how this movie just clipped along because they're like... Yeah, very rapid fire. It was never like, oh my God, this has gone on long enough. Mm -hmm. And they immediately get into the action and they go to find their future selves in three years? Uh, Two years. Because then they do two and then five and then ten and then to the end. That's right. There was that. Oh yeah, there, there was one spot. And that's back to the expo, and they're standing in the guitar room. Where it's like, well, we got seventy-seven minutes to make mm. this movie mm-hmm. or make this song. That that's all expo. They're like, we got to do this and then do that. We're yeah. gonna save the world. And like they gave you every bit of information that you might have forgot from the first one. Uh, I was kind of like, oh yeah, okay, this happened. Mm-hmm. All right, awesome, sweet. Now we're back up, back up to speed yeah. on the same page. Let's go. And normally with movies like that. Uh, that gives too much exposition and spoon feed you. It's so annoying because you're thinking, okay, I know this. I know this already. But this was actually nice because the last movie was like 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas, you know, it's not like a Marvel movie where the last one was two years ago. And if you don't get the references, you're just fucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's has been times I'm like, what did, what? Oh, other movie was this guy in? Oh, yeah. he was in this one. It's like one I haven't seen because mm-hmm. there's what? There's 17 of them? Yeah. So is it 17? I think so. So many. I know. Uh, yeah. So they travel ahead a couple of years. They go back. These guys are like, oh, your wives are going to leave here. They're going to do this. They're going to they're gonna like get visited by their older selves and find a life without you. And then as soon as they go back, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, shit. So, of course, these guys are telling them because... So this is where it became like a Rick and Morty mindfuck for yeah, me. Yeah. It was so the timeline and the rules of time travel, like aren't you not supposed to interact with your You're future? You're not like, supposed to interact with yourself. You shouldn't touch your other self. Yeah, Otherwise you you'll like implode or yeah, something. Yeah, you shouldn't touch anything. You shouldn't do like, it's just this movie had me a lot thinking, isn't, isn't this what you're not supposed to do when you time travel? Well, what I was thinking was because, you know, they went to couples counseling. There was no indication that the wives were going to leave mm-hmm. or do anything. But because they traveled into the future, these guys had told them, no, now you're, 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 you're going to go back there. They're going to get visited by you. And then you are going to tell them that they're, they're going to find a better life and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, mm-hmm. no, no, we're going to stop that. So they go back and they're the ones telling mm-hmm. the why. I'm like, holy shit. So like, they're already predicting what is happening right after they finish their conversation. I'm like, that is where I was like, oh God damn it. Yeah. Cause this is, it's just such a twisted thing and it's like okay how do they already know that it's just happening now Ah! I I know it was so it was really it was really mind bending in that way yeah because of course they start changing they're now changing the the infinite timelines because there are infinite timelines Mm -hmm. multiverse (laughs) but it kind of felt to me it kind of felt predictable like yeah. while I was watching, I'm like, oh, okay, they're gonna get the info here now, yeah, and they're gonna go back. All right, okay, this is I've seen this happen before in other movies, yeah. But it, it's it's a well done trope, I guess you call mm-hmm. it a trope. Yeah, yes. yeah, the time traveling trope yes. and going back and trying to fix, but you make a yeah. But they got the daughters involved too. Yeah, the daughters because the great leader says, 
I don't basically I don't have faith in them. We need to kill them because that'll solve the problem. Yeah. So she sends a hitman robot after them. I call them Republican Robocop. <laughs> Super white. Yeah. All white. And then the daughters, you know, take it upon themselves to also time travel and go get like the best musicians from each time period mm-hmm. and put them together to make this song with their dads to help save the world, which is it was a pleasant side story to it. Um, and then it flashes back to Ted and Bill and they go to five years in the future. So 2025. Oh, that's where they, uh, there's the, they're the two poser con men <laughs> yeah. wearing the blue tights. Right. Very Ooh. like eighties attire. It looked like. I loved Bill's hair. Yes. With, oh my got, God. Mm, yes. We'll give you the song. Write, write the song. Mm-hmm. In their eighties glam metal garb. And then they're, they're like, they're in, yes, we got the song. And then they're in Dave Grohl's house. He's like, what are you doing to my house? <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> they did a, gr- I loved seeing both t- like uh, Keanu Reeves and what's the other guy's name? Like, uh, something winter. Oh, I man. think I just watched this yesterday. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, Bill, Bill and Ted in different outfits, different ages, yeah. aging differently. And it was cool how they, yeah, they were going forward. The daughters were going backwards. And yeah, because he and fat Keanu. Because it almost seemed like Keanu didn't want to do this movie. He kind of seemed like when he was just playing the regular Ted, he was sort of like, oh, like, why yeah. are we doing this? Why are we doing this? And maybe he was. But when he was playing himself as the older characters, he seemed like he was having a lot of fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He seemed definitely more into it than other times. But at the same time, I don't think like this movie wouldn't have happened if Keanu didn't want to and was like, no, I'm not going to do it. Oh, absolutely. Cause he can't so, cast anyone else as Ted. No. So I think he maybe, maybe he didn't want to do it, but he knew that everyone else on the project did. So him being a nice guy, he's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, and it was nice. Like, you know, I got yeah. to the end. I was like, oh, it was a cute movie. Yeah. You know, re reliving past movies and past success is sometimes like a nice, fun, nostalgic thing. Mm-hmm. Not just for the audience, but for you, too. Yeah. Especially because lately he's been doing John Wick and it's such a different tone than this. So he totally. Yeah. He might have been like. Doesn't have to kill anybody. In this one. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the daughters, they managed to get uh, Mozart, Jimi Hendrix, Louis Armstrong. Which I made a note. Mozart be- and Hendrix was awesome. Awesome. Oh, couple. yes. I made a note because they went to get Hendrix and he was like, fuck off. Like, what are you talking no. about? And then they went to get Louis Armstrong and him looking at an iPhone was so fucking funny. <laughs> and then they took Armstrong back, convinced Hendrix. And then all of a sudden the scene flashes to 17, the 1700s. And my first thought was, what are you doing taking these two guys to the 1700s? What the fuck? Well, that, that was the, <laughs> it, nobody was getting. I had no idea where they were going. I was like. They just kept going back and yeah, further, further I was like, time. who are you hitting up? And then, of course, it's Mozart. And I was like, oh, okay. And then Jimi Hendrix riffing outside, playing Mozart's stuff as he was playing it and him getting so fucking mad. I also love, love, loved that Mozart in this spoke German and just German because so many times <laughs> with like historical pieces, 
Well, in the original Bill and Ted, they had like Socrates speaking English. And- yeah, like with um, with movies and in- involving like historic eh, historical figures, it always ooh, this is one thing. Perfect example, like Anna Karenina. Kira Knightley's British, but I'm pretty sure Anna Karenina is Russian, but she was speaking with a British accent. It's Anna Karenina. It's a movie. Oh. Um. It. Oh, it's also a book. Oh. I think based on a real person. But yeah, anyway, Kira Knightley's British and she's speaking in her British accent, but I'm pretty sure Anna Karenina is Russian. And I'm always, in those situations, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Get a Russian person or commit to doing a Russian dialect. What the hell? Or So I just liked that Mozart was German and they he only spoke German and they stuck with it. Was he speaking German to that flautist back mm-hmm. in the uh, what was that 2600 BC? Yes. How was she speaking German? 2600 BC. She wasn't. She was speaking Mandarin. Well, he was Chinese. speaking Mandarin to her then, was he not? No, he was speaking in German and then oh. ev- they were basically like luring her and he like took her flute and played something on it and she was like, "Okay." Yeah, seemed really easy. Like, oh, these strangers that yeah, don't look like they're like, from this right, time. Yeah, she's like, all right, let's go. We're here, and then they go to twelve thousand BC, and they get some drumming cave woman. Yeah, who I don't know if we were supposed to know who that person was. I don't think it was supposed to be a specific person. It, I don't think it was said. But yeah, yeah. they went. So they had Hendrix, Armstrong, Mozart, the flautist, Lingling, Ling, sure. Ling, 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 I don't know. I'm so sorry. I forget her It'll name. It'll pop up on the screen yeah. when I edit. Yeah. It'll be like this. It starts, it's an LL name. Um, and then the cave, wo- cave woman. Oh, the card game I was talking about. Oh, yeah. It's called Yaniv. 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 Y-A-N-I-V. It's awesome. Yaniv. Yaniv. Okay. It's a great game. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they, they end up going back to the present time. This is when shit's just going sideways. Yeah. And this is really weird. This This was weird watching this because I just finished watching Future Man season three mm-hmm. and they have a time space continuum issue and shit's coming into their dimension. Oh. And I'm like, what the hell? Like You're one like, show I watch, <laughs> I haven't watched in like a year. I'm watching the new season and this shit's happening. And then this movie, this, it's yeah. like same shit's happening. I'm like, what the maybe, fuck? maybe they're onto something and that's what actually would happen. Maybe the simulation is glitching out. Okay. Side <laughs> note. Speaking of the simulation glitching out, I watched a TikTok today. <laughs> very, very, Professional, scientific. Yeah. Um, That's where all the science is. Yeah. And it was this lady, and she said she was watching her old VHS, Beauty and the Beast, and she was talking about how she she thought it was like a Mandela effect with Tinkerbell flying around on the screen, and then like... Oh, I remember that. Right? I remember that too. Yeah. But then she was filming her fucking Beauty and the Beast VHS, and it didn't happen. But then someone was duetted it and was like, proof that we're in a simulation. And they like film it with their camera phone, and Tinkerbell's on the camera showing on the video, but not on the... And I'm like, what the fuck? Ah, (laughs) ah." So somebody used like a filter basically on their phone to have Tinkerbell fly, but it's not on the TV. Allegedly. Well, it, she just, no, on screen, she opens her phone camera and starts filming. It happened. It's fucking weird. Just show me after. I, yeah. Because, because like the, the easy solution would be you she's watching an updated version of beauty and the beast. She's not watching. No, but it's her old VHS. How do we know that though? 
She put it in. She might be lying though. True. Like, do they? Does she show the date? Like the? She shows her VHS. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like the the actual the date on oh. the sticker or the date on the case because I don't know. You can get a VHS from the original, like nineteen ninety or whatever Beauty and the Beast year came out. True. And then they had they updated it every five yeah, years or so. So she point. could have had a ninety five version. If she's twenty years old, she has one from two thousand one. That True. would be my thought. But I've also seen multiple videos of the same thing. People proving we're in a simulation by holding their camera and filming over a screen. I don't know. Yeah, see that, that, I'll like find this, a comp and like, I'll send it to you. Well, like that would be like, so you're saying like if I played Beauty and the Beast on my TV, there's no Tinkerbell. But Fucking I hold, let's but I hold try my it. phone up and film Tinkerbell's on there on my phone. I don't know. Let's try it. I don't know Next you, episode, we fucking yeah. find out we're in a simulation. Come back, like, Jesus Christ. There's I just fairies give up. everywhere. <laughs> Wouldn't give up. I just try start trying shit. Like, do we really gonna die if we do yeah. stupid shit? No, that's what I mean. Like, I just give up on doing the normal thing. I'd be like, all right, let's fucking do whatever. I just take out a massive loan. <laughs> go, go traveling. And jump off a cliff at the end, like, well, don't pay this shit back. <laughs> Leaving it to my sister. Here's the debt. Take care of it. It's on you. Take care of it. You gotta leave it to somebody. <laughs> All right. Oh, I loved it when they went to, they stopped in San Dimas prison because they're locked up. Oh, in my one year, God. And they're just jet. Huge. And Ted has excellent tattooed <laughs> on his fucking chest. So good. Because then the robot shows up and mm-hmm. they, they they like kick the shit out of the robot. Yeah, I oh, love how that had me. Because like they show up at the prison and the jacked Bill and Ted are like playing a song, like thumping with with weights and stuff. Mm. And they're like, "Oh, what do you think of our song?" Is like, this a song? That was a song. And then they have the robot shows up and they're like, they're beat, they hit the robot and he's laying there and they're walking away. He's like, "That, that wasn't was- a song." <laughs> that. Fucking got me. Good. They start beating the robot. He's like, "You're a robot." You can hear the like the the great leader like, "You're a robot. Get up!" But yeah. Jesus, he's like, "I can't do this." Ow. <laughs> and then they. Oh, one thing I pointed out when they went and picked up the uh, prehistoric drummer in North Africa, there was snow on the ground flying around, and Pangea. 12,000 BC. Uh, Could have been Pangea. Might have been a little higher at the time. Thank you. Maybe. Forgot I, about Pangea. I can't remember when the continents separated. Yeah. I think that, it was, Okay, I think it was, that's a good point. Yeah. I forgot about the time traveling. I was just like, North Africa. What All, the fuck? Also, our poles are always moving, too. I'm so, melting. Well, right now, our North Pole's like way down here, like in Russia or something. And this big. Yeah, it's not good. Climate change is real, folks. And the simulation is cranked that. up to the max in 2020. Like we just yeah. lost, we just lost uh, Chadwick Boseman. Black I know. Panther. And like for the past four years, he was battling colon cancer, which is and nobody knew. No, it's and crazy. he was doing all those like Avengers movies and Black Panther movies. Like that's wild. And then people ruthlessly were talking about his appearance because at the beginning of quarantine, there was a photo that surfaced of him where he was really, really skinny. And someone made it a meme and took him in the Black Panther suit and then the recent photo and said, um, quarantine turned Black Panther into Crack Panther. (sighs) And, like, just so fucking rude and unbelievable. And now everyone across the globe is like, oh, my God, he died. That's so sad. It's like... Shut the fuck up if you were one of those people who were commenting on his appearance. Well, it's, it's Katie, it's the internet. No, I know. <laughs> it's the I internet. Know. Everybody's looking for attention. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, if 
if you knew he had cancer, and crack that, that joke. No, I know. You're a piece of shit. I know. But, but I don't know. I kind of giggled at it. <laughs> it's I like, just, it rhymes. <laughs> it's just so wild to me that like he was he was doing all of those things mm-hmm. and filming all those things. Putting on weight is hard enough. Yeah. Without going through something like that and yeah. putting on weight. Yeah. And I like his life, I guess, was very not secretive, but very private. There there um there was a headline saying like Chadwick's secret wife. Not secret as in hush hush, I'm hiding her, but because he was private, mm-hmm. which there's nothing wrong with. Secret um, wife or life? Wife. Oh, okay. I thought you said wife. I was like, wife. Oh, it's no. life. <laughs> but it's just oh, like that's so sad. But yeah. People oh, we're all gonna die. Yeah. Like I always say, like, yeah, I can get hit by a bus tomorrow. Who knows? Well, it's only True. if I'm walking down the street. I don't think it's gonna drive yeah. up on the sidewalk. <laughs> but you never this know. This bus driver is his personal vendetta. He's, He's like, like well, fuck this guy. Oh, by the way, never ever, if you're ever driving, I don't know if this is like a an old tall tale or if it's real, but if you're ever driving through like a Nevada desert or anywhere down in the States through a desert, and you have your lights on and a car comes towards you without their lights on, do not flash them. Why? Because that's what I've heard is a gang member being initiated. So they drive without their headlights on, then someone flashes them. As soon as you flash them, they have to kill you. What? Yeah. Yeah, that's how they get initiated into the gang. They drive. They purposefully they, drive without lights on so they someone flashes them yes, and they kill them. Yes. So if you flash that person, they will hunt you down and kill you. They won't leave, like the, the guy in the car will be like, you have to murder those people now no matter who they are, even if it's cop. Cop flashes their lights at you. And they get, nope, gonna kill a cop. Yeah, I don't like. I, it might have been, might have been from a movie, but I, I, I think it's real. Anyone I, ever? I think it's real. Just like not up here though. Like this is Canada. What? The worst they're gonna be is like, hey, thanks, appreciate it. That's there, scary. Yeah. So just don't ever do it if you're like don't. driving through a desert down or down a deserted road anywhere. Don't bother. Just going. Just, nope. Mind my own just, business. Yeah. No, he can do what if he wants. They crash. They crash. Whoa. Okay. Where are we at here? That's uh, they get there. They go to 2067. They get the song yeah, from themselves so on their old. deathbed. Then they hug themselves. And so that's where I'm like, okay, that's obviously not the Yeah, no rules. The time continuum works. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, man, I love the robot. So they come back, <laughs> and the, the robot has eradicated their family, their, their children. Yeah, their, the robot came out of the garage and sucked, uh, sucked up and killed the daughters, Jimmy, all the musicians. And... I guess his laser or whatever automatically sends them to hell. It does. Which, like, what the fuck? Just vaporizes them and they go to hell. Yeah. He has it, like, set to hell. He's like, even yeah. if you're good, you're going to hell. Hell. <laughs> I think it's like they have, some, they have some deal with the devil. Or not the devil, with death. Because death yeah. was in the first one. I think yeah. it was in the second one, too. pretty sure it was in the second one. It's, it's great. I love how they got William Sadler. I think it's William yeah. Sadler to, yeah. to play him again. Yeah. Because nobody else could play death but him. No. It's a great character. It was so funny. Like, even under all that makeup, I looked at his face and I was like, it's that guy. It's him. It's that guy. Oh, God. The, the robot's moral dilemma. This robot character I, was hilarious. I know. He was yes. like, I'm Dennis McCoy. Okay, nice to meet you. Let's go. Uh, uh, Caleb. Dennis, Caleb, they're like, fucking shut up, let's go. Even before they go to hell, he's like, he's like, oh, uh, wait, they're like, we got the song. And he goes, oh, oh, um, oh no. And they're like, what? He's like, oh, my, my bad. I eradicated your family. Uh, and they're like, whoa, like, where are they? Like, 
they're in hell. hell. And they're like, you got to kill us, bro. And he's like, but I, I can't. I can't. But, but. And then they destroy the song. Well, he goes, yeah, he goes to, yeah, they're like, boom, there's no more song. Got to kill us now. Self-destruct. Failed. Oh. I failed. <laughs> Failure. They hug him and blow themselves up. Yeah. Oh, and in front of their wives and their wives are like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, yeah, the robots can't die. Yeah. The robot comes to hell. This is where he introduces himself. As uh, I, Dennis Caleb McCoy. I love how they're walking around and they're talking to these demons and they're like, yeah, you just want to head down here. They were very nice girls. They yeah. walk away and they're like, ah, oh, those are very nice guys. And what the hell is that? That's real strange. <laughs> but he's like, what? He goes, There's is a- that a robot? That's a robot in hell. <laughs> wow. I'm like, this, this, that little tiny, those little cutaway, those little like throwaway lines are so good. Oh, that's strange. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, one, demons. One thing that got me earlier that I wrote down, I forgot, is when they run into themselves the first time in two like two years ahead. And they were chasing after them. And then to get them to stop, Bill was like, dude, I love your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that got me so good. This, it's very, very clever writing in this. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah, they, they find their daughters. The daughters are working. And they're like, well, we're in hell, but we're great. Yeah. Their dad's down there as well because, yeah, their dad got obliterated by the robot. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, my God, I I'm never so, knew. I'm so sorry for Ra- being a dick. Rather than thinking, like, I'm in hell, I'm dead, the, maybe I'm just losing my mind and hallucinating all of this or whatever. Yeah. But he's just like, oh, my God, son, I'm so sorry. I should have should have listened. Are, yeah. Like, oh, wow, okay. You are a time traveler. Yes. But that was, like, with the the flow of this movie, mm-hmm. is like, no, we got to just get it right. Yeah, away. we got can't, can't have too much conflict. Yeah, we're literally on a clock. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And then they go to talk to death. And have him back in the band because he, them and Death separated because of his 40-minute bass solos. <laughs> Those were the best part of your songs. It's no wonder the band crumbled after I left. Oh, they invited him back, though. That was like an emotional scene. Yeah. Like, like too, what was it? Too Pale to Cry was the name mm-hmm. of the song. And he's like, like Death. Because the daughters talk Death to come back, and yeah. back to the band. Like, Death, we'd be back in our band. And then he's like... Well, I suppose I could. I'm like, mm. oh my God damn it, really? I know. I'm like, Shit. fuck, I wasn't expecting this. And then they all get in a SWAT van and g- almost leave Dennis Caleb McCoy behind. Hey. <laughs> hey. D- then- um, it's, it's, it's Dennis. <laughs> and then um, they all go back to Earth and they're trying to figure out where to play. And then they realize MP46 is the yeah, stick like a, a road yeah, mile marker basically? Yeah, I'm like this, this is where the song is made. So they get the all the it, all the musicians together. They figure it out. They get the rhythm going. The daughters are like the like they figure out. Oh, it's you guys. Mm-hmm. You have to make the music. We're backing you up. Yeah. So they do it. They get all the gear. They find gear and everything. Yeah. Of course, they conveniently get they the truck next to them is full of instruments. And then Bill and Ted and their wives manage to travel to every universe, universe. all infinite universes, and to give, give them. the instruments out. The music out, but the music didn't make sense because the music was still being made as they were traveling around. Yeah. I don't know. It's a complicated thing. I'm sure yeah. it, made, it made sense, though. Kind of. And then they play the song. and, and it, was, it was a good song. Oh, yeah. They come back and they play the guitar solo. Yeah. Seamlessly. Uh-huh. And then... And then Jesus with the it. cowbell. Just at the last super fucking Everybody going. starts going yeah. back to their proper places. Mm-hmm. They get Kid Cuddy. I love oh, that yeah, Kid Cuddy was, was in it. 
I didn't really. I think he actually is like. That is Kid Cudi. Well, yeah, it was Kid Cudi, but I'm. I think he is like a physicist. He seems. Yeah, or maybe he's, he's just, a smart dude. I feel like he is. Mm-hmm. I don't even don't know, but I feel like he is. Also, one line backtracking again because I read it in my notes. One line is when they're like creeping in and looking at death, and they're like, "Is he playing hopscotch? Yeah. He's cheating! He's cheating!" <laughs> That got me He was just playing by good. himself, wasn't he? Yeah. And that was it. That was basically it. Literally it. Like, yeah. the, they did the song, it finished, the world was saved, and then that was it. Like, literally the timer was accurate. The whole movie was spot on. It wasn't like those bomb diffuser timers where you have two minutes and the two minutes takes 15 minutes. Yeah. I made a, a couple notes in this. I wrote, cute movie. Yeah. It was enjoyable. It didn't feel forced. Didn't feel, it didn't drag along. Yeah. They had fun. They seemed like they were having fun, which yeah. made me have fun. Yep. It was the, well shot, well edited. Casting was really good. Yeah. It was exactly what I expected. Yeah, ex- yes. Like, going into this, I'm like, this is going to be exactly what I think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And it was. Yeah. There was nothing that was like, oh, that was so stupid and no, cheesy. No, it, like, it was really enjoyable. Hmm. What did you, uh, what's your real rating on this one? My real rating is, mm, okay, initially I had it as, like, 7 out of 10, but I'm going to up it to 8 because talking about it has made me <laughs> like it more. Uh, because at first I was coming from like a more critical standpoint. So I'm going to give this eight death hopscotch matches out of 10 flaming Hot Cheetos bags. Ooh. Because I, you know, I love the casting. I, the editing was good. It was fast paced without feeling rushed. I love that the timer was accurate to the movie. I thought that was super cool. And... Yeah, it was just a fun time. Mm-hmm. And it was nice to see, like, you. I haven't seen the actor Bill in anything, I guess because he's been on the other side of the camera. But it was nice seeing Keanu Reeves step away from John Wick in the more intense, serious roles and do this. Um, it, this made me think of the first movie I saw of his, which was Constantine. That's one I don't think I've seen. I really enjoyed it. I don't know if it's good or not, but when I watched it as a kid, I really liked it. Maybe we'll have to see what the rating is. Yeah. See if we can do it on here. What's your real rating? I got to real rate this uh, seven and a half uh, (laughs) out of uh, ten. Because like I already said, like it was, it was, yeah, it was great. It was well cast. It was a good story. It was a good continuation. It wasn't forced. Mm -hmm. It was just, it was exactly what I expected it to be. But it wasn't like blowing me away. No, really, really cool. I no. just knew that I knew there would be interesting characters, mm-hmm. time travel. Um, the chick that played Ted's daughter's a babe. Yeah, and she was actually in a movie. I, I wrote she was she was a bombshell. It, she was actually in a movie called Bombshell, mm. as was the great leader. Was also in a movie called like the same movie. The uh, person who played Ted's daughter is actually non-binary too. So they go by them, their pronouns. Oh. Yeah. Which I was a little like added trivia factoid that I really liked because you, you know, it's, it's nice to see other types of people like non-binary people just get like more representation, mm-hmm. you know? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I've not met anyone who's like, I'm they or non- them or whatever. You haven't met a non-binary person yet? I don't, I don't get out much. That's true. That was Bill and Ted face the music. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do Doom next. Doom. Your boy Doom. Your boy Doom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be uh, here for the next one, everybody. Yeah. Bye. Bye.
This is real garbage. 